hello there, my silly gooses. Welcome back to the Midweek Breakdown presented by My Two Cents Podcast, hosted by G2. I am G2, where I am here to talk to you guys for about a good 10 to 20 minutes about any and everything. Some episodes will be a topic that I'll stick to. Some episodes will just be miscellaneous where I just talk to you about multiple things. Um, First thing I want to talk about is Apple. Apple, if you were not aware, this past uh, Sunday, if you listen to this pod, if you follow it, um, they did not release my Sunday episode on a Sunday. They did release it on a Monday. It upset me because usually I don't have to get on Apple. It's been a whole entire year since I got on Apple about them playing with me. Last time they played with me was a year ago, right around January, where they were hiding uh, information from me from where specifically where the downloads were coming from, like which areas of the country or the even the world was um, the downloads coming from, and that upset me. So f- until they gave me my data, I would constantly on every Sunday episode say, yo, they need to give it to me. You need to give it to me. I'm not, I'm not going to get off of you until you give it to me. And then eventually they did. So now I'm saying this right now as a warning shot. Apple, if you do that crap again, I'm going to constantly berate you until I get what I need to get from you, and you guys will not hear from me until you quit playing with me. Again, it was a year that you did this. Now, we're back to it again. Don't have that crap happen again on my Sunday episode. So hopefully, everybody's able to listen to this right now on Apple, if you happen to listen to it on Apple. But I was actually able to get everything else fine. You ever listen to it on Amazon, uh, Spotify, Podbeam, all the other podcast sites except for Apple. So hopefully Apple will learn from this and they will actually just not do that crap ever again. Now, getting off of Apple here, I want to talk about protection. Now, since I'm going to say everybody's kids should be out of school, if not, they're about to be out of school. I want to just read you something here. There's two things I want to read you. First thing I want to read you is from the Telegraph. The first thing is Coming from them, and it reads, former deputy head at Prince and Princess's Primary School charged with 22 counts of child sex abuse. An ex-deputy head teacher at Prince George and Princess Charlotte's former primary school has been charged with 22 counts of child sex abuse. Matthew Smith, 34, is accused of 17 offenses over the alleged commissioning of the sexual abuse of children in India while he lived in Nepal for five years. He was deputy head teacher at Thomas's prep school in southwest London until the first allegations emerged six months ago. Mr. Smith has already been charged with five child sexual abuse offenses linked to his name in Nepal and has been held in prison ever since. At Westminster Magistrate Court on Tuesday, Mr. Smith was charged with another 17 counts, including encouraging the R-word of a child under 13, causing a child under 13 to engage in sexual activity and arranging the sexual abuse of a child. These latest allegations are over claims. He went online to encourage child sex abuse in India while he worked at a British school in Kathmuda between 2017 and 2022. He is also accused of having more than 120,000 indecent images of children, including 10,000 of the worst category, police said. Now that's over there in England. Now over here in the States, there would be a report coming out from uh, Illinois, as it was reported in the USA Today, and the report would say that nearly 2,000 children abused by more than 450 Catholic leaders in Illinois. Illinois Attorney General Tuesday released a comprehensive report detailing decades of child sex abuse 
by members of the Illinois Catholic Diocese, which includes Belleville, Chicago, Juliet, Peoria, Rockford, and Springfield. The nearly 700-page report features detailed narrative accounts of child sex abuse committed by Catholic clerics. Many of these narratives were written in consultation with survivors or based upon their experiences and told from the survivor's point of view. I was raised and confirmed in the Catholic Church and sent my children to Catholic schools. I believe the church does important work to support vulnerable populations. However, as with any presumably reputable institution, the Catholic Church must be held accountable when it betrays the public trust. That comes from the Illinois Attorney General. Now, here's the thing on both sides. I've said it before as the school time was going on, and I still mean it now, and I want people to really double down on this now as we're going into the summer. Please check on your children. Please make sure that they're okay. Have those conversations with your children every single day. There are certain parents right now where in certain households, there's two parents that work a job. And in the summertime, kids are out. They might not be in the summer school, so one of the parents might have to drop them off at a uncle or aunt's house or another family member's house, whatever may have you. And something might happen to them there, which you might not know. I want you to check on them there. Certain people might drop their kids off at a religious uh, camping experience or religious trip or whatever may have you. These summer camps, please, for the love of God, check on your children because you have no idea what kind of mysterious, uh, nefarious crap is happening at these places. I would have bet money this would have happened in the Catholic churches. Again, Catholic Church has that reputation. Everybody on the planet knows. If you do not know, please know that the Catholic Church has a litany of uh, litany of counts of people saying that they got touched by people in power in the Catholic churches, like the priest and the other dudes. I don't know the names, but the priests are always like the top guys that be named as touching uh, little boys or children. So that's kind of the thing that runs around in the Catholic Church. So this being a report that comes out from Illinois about Catholic leaders doing that, it doesn't surprise me. What only surprises me is that you still have parents right now that go to these Catholic churches and still put their trust in the Catholic Church. You know what they're about. Just go there, hear the sermon, do all that kind of crap. Do not place your kid into these programs or anything that has anything to do with the Catholic Church. I think they should be persona non grata when you think about it, to be honest with you. But again, certain parents, they have that trust. They were raised up in the Catholic Church, just as the uh, Attorney General from Illinois would say here, and he has that trust built in, and he has his kids go there. But you don't ever think that, no, that would never happen to my kid. Again, it just might. So please, for the love of God, check on your children. And now with... Uh, the guy over there in England doing this too. This is just nastiness along the board. I don't know what to say about this anymore. I was a kid. I'd never ever heard about people getting touched in my school, people getting touched in my area of anything. I don't ever remember any of that. And for now, me being an adult and I have a sister that goes to school, I have to be weary. I have to look into the freaking teacher to know who they are. I have to look at my freaking sister and ask her questions about, hey, yo, are you okay? And she'll answer like, yeah. She looks at me weird when I answer, but I have to ask her these questions and I have to break it down to her while I'm asking these things. And it's just one of those things that you got to do now as an older sibling and for some of you that have kids out there as a parent now. 
whenever you were a kid, I guarantee you, you probably didn't have to think about any of this. You didn't think about, okay, uh, somebody got touched at the school. You didn't think about that. And I guarantee you, your parent didn't think about, okay, somebody that I know's kid got touched at the school. Now I got to talk to my kid. No. Now in this new crappy world that we're living in, now people have to worry about that. People have to live in this ideology of fear of, hey, why is this person in my kid's school? And now did this person come in contact with my kid? Now I really got to have these deep, in-depth conversations with my kid instead of letting my kid just to be free and be out there and just be a kid. So again, I wonder what Prince uh, William and Kate are thinking, to be honest with you, because that being their uh, kids saying that was a former head teacher at their uh, primary school. I wonder what they're thinking. Did they ever have a contact? Did their kids ever come in contact with this guy? And I wonder what type of conversations they had with their kids just to see if their kid got touched or anything by that. I hope not. I hope nobody's kids ever gets touched. That's one thing that I do uh, stand on 10 toes down. Kids are extremely precious. Kids are the future of the world. And kids are one of the top things that I think that should not be ever messed with. I think you could talk crap about someone else's spouse. Cool, fine, whatever. I don't like it, but that's part of the playing cards. But I think when you talk about somebody's kids or you think that you're going to do something to somebody's kid, I think that's whenever you cross the line and that's when you get into dangerous territories. And with this right now, with this whole thing with the child uh, abuse from England and now over here in Illinois, ugh, it's just nastiness. But again, now being summer, please take care of your kids. Please know who you're dropping your kids off. Please know who is around them. Please know what is going down. And please just keep that line of communication with your kids. It might seem weird to do it, but guess what? You got to do it now because now more than anything, we live in a crazy, uh, crazy time. Now moving over to the next thing and final thing. It's come from the Associated Press. More women sues uh, Texas asking court to put emergency block on state's abortion law. As the article would read, one woman had to carry her baby, missing much of her skull for months, knowing she buried her daughter soon after she was born. Another started mirroring the life-threatening symptoms that her baby was displaying while in the womb. An OBGYN found herself secretly traveling out of the state to abort her wanted pregnancy, marred by the diagnosis of a fatal fetal anomaly. All of the women were told they could not end their pregnancies in Texas, a state that has enacted some of the nation's most restrictive abortion laws. Now they're asking a Texas court to put an emergency hold on some abortion restrictions, joining a lawsuit launched earlier this year by five other women who were denied abortions in the state despite pregnancies they say endangered their health or lives. More than a dozen Texas women in total have joined the Center for Reproductive Rights lawsuits against the state's law, which prohibits abortions unless a mother's life is at risk an exception that is not clearly defined. Texas doctors who perform abortion risks life in prison and fines of up to $100,000, leaving many women with providers who are unwilling to even discuss terminating a pregnancy. Our hope is that it will allow physicians at least a little more comfort when it comes to patients in abstractional emergencies who really need an abortion where it's going to affect their lives fertility, or life going forward, Molly Dunn, the lead attorney on the case, told the Associated Press almost all of the plaintiffs 
in the lawsuit tell similar stories about their doctors saying, if not for this law, I'll give you an abortion right now. The Texas Attorney General's office, which is defending the state in the lawsuit, did not immediately return an email seeking comment Monday. The lawsuit serves as a nationwide model for abortion rights activists to challenge strict new abortion law states that have rolled out since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade last year. 16 states, including Texas, do not allow abortions when a fatal fetal anomaly is detected, while six do not allow exceptions for the mother's health, according to analysts by KFF, a health research organization. So Texas is still on that. Now you got women banding together trying to get Texas to at least try to change some of their abortion laws. I don't think that's going to happen, to be honest with you. Texas is real, real strict. They haven't even changed any type of laws for the whole gun violence situation since ever. And you would have thought since last year's uh, pandemic, not even pandemic, the whole thing that happened with uh, Yavalde, you would at least think somebody in the Texas government would at least try to change up the gun laws over there. But no, the gun laws haven't changed. None over there in Texas. So I don't expect the abortion laws to change over there in Texas as well. Texas is a real uh, hard ass of a state, to be honest with you, with their government. And it kind of mirrors exactly where we're headed down, to be honest with you, because America is a hard ass in general. In certain states, they'll change certain things. But in the biggest, when it comes down to the big things, they don't really like to change nothing. They try to keep it the exact same thing, the exact same way it has been for all these entire years. It's kind of staying the same. Now, abortion was the first time I've actually seen certain states actually stick to their guns saying, nope, we're not going to change it. Certain uh, states will say, yes, we're changing it. You can get your abortion here for this reason or that reason. And certain states are just saying, nope, you can come here and get your abortion. You guys can do whatever you want. Cool, fine, whatever. I just don't understand why the government is trying to tackle the abortion thing. Let that be a woman's thing. Again, as a man, we should not be putting our two cents into that business of abortion. The only time you have that talk is when you're in a relationship with a female and you and her have to have that conversation of, do you guys want children? Or are you guys in the financial uh headspace to have children and are you guys even willing to take care of said child that's whenever you guys gotta have that conversation about abortion and what you guys want to do as a couple with either bringing in a child or not wanting to bring in a child into this world so for me at least in my perspective and i think a lot of people will agree with me when i say this i think the government needs to keep their nose out of the abortion talk business and let people just constantly just have those fights you'll always see people uh, outside of abortion clinics, they'll say that abortion is murder, yada, 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 cool, fine, whatever, they're going to have their opinions, and you're going to have the opinions of people that say, yo, we got to get rid of this because we're not in that ability of mindset and or financial-wise to take care of a child. So to each their own in this type of fight, but I believe that everybody should have their own right to either keep a child or either get rid of the fetus or child that's in them. That's just my personal opinion on this. I hope Texas at least hears this out, and I hope the judge in Texas that's going to hear out this type of case will actually uh, do what needs to be done, and hopefully he or she will side with the women instead of the government and actually allow them to get an abortion, and hopefully this will be the one step into changing Texas 
abortion laws. Now, with this episode out of the way, I just want to tell you guys next week, I will be talking about Succession. If you're not up on Succession, if you don't know where to find it, you can go find it on Max. It's no longer HBO Max. It's now Max. Go and watch it. It's four seasons. Um, They're on their fourth season now. The The series finale will be this Sunday. So next Wednesday, I will be talking about Succession. And that's going to be a spoiler alert episode where I just completely just ring off everything that I found interesting about this season because this season really kicked into gear. And since it is their last season, they got no other choice but to do it. So again, next week's episode will be me talking about Succession. So please watch the series. And again, this is not an ad. I did not get paid for this. It's just a fan that's going to be willing to talk about the show next week. Now, with all this out of the way, the song of the week for this week, it is Rory's uh, Enough featuring Jay Electronica and Reggie Flash. I found this uh, song about two months ago, and this is just another song that I like to play when I want to chill and relax. So without further ado, Enough featuring Jay Electronica and Reggie Flash. the mirror it was mike jack it ain't my fault you couldn't see what you was looking at true i gave you my heart but ultimately i took it back it only takes a day to go from look at us to look at that i told you there's no looking back the brimstone is a falling any talk of how i did you wrong the folks will be appalling things got rocky and you doubted me like adrian and paulie tranquilito sacabo i bid you fairly well my turntables might have wobbled but they never really fell your love was conditional so i'm back out on the ocean with dynamite inside my fishing boat 